Good morning, this is Sister Lisa coming to you from the Ill, the Edwin Elder Library, and today we are going to be reading Day 5 of the Anne of Green Gables Devotional, a chapter-by-chapter companion for kindred spirits by Rachel Dodge. Day 5, Waiting. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Psalms 27, 14. Pity was suddenly stirring in her heart for the child. What a starved, unloved life she had had. A life of drudgery and poverty and neglect. After her first evening at Green Gables with all of its stormy emotions, Anne puts on a brave face as best as she can the next day. She seems to sense that tears and dramatic outbursts won't do any good. Despite feeling like her life is a perfect graveyard of buried hopes, Anne shows a surprising surprising amount of restraint. When it's time to leave Green Gables, she doesn't look back. Instead, she sets her mind firmly to enjoying the drive. As they drove to Mrs. Spencer's house, Marilla asked Anne about her past. She says, I don't want any of your imaginings. Just you stick to, to bald facts. Anne provides a brief personal history, telling Marilla as politely as she can about the woman for whom she has worked. However, Marilla is shrewd enough to read between the lines and soon realizes the full extent of Anne's poverty and neglect. Pity stirs in Marilla's heart as she realizes what a profoundly sad, hard life Anne has lived. Her resolve wavers. What if she, Marilla, should indulge Matthew's unaccountable whim and let her stay? Marilla ponders the question as they continue to drive. Beside her, Anne fixes her eyes on the shore and gives herself up to a silent rapture over its beauty. Anne's resolute waiting is a picture of the stillness that's essential to waiting on God. Anne's controlled demeanor, though she's terribly sad and disappointed, brings to mind the calm that comes after a storm. Though there's wreckage, everything is still. Though the clouds linger, the rain has stopped. In the same way, when we're faced with chaotic and uncertain circumstances, there comes a time when we must cease striving, set our racing thoughts and emotions firmly aside, and wait for God to move. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you and whose thoughts are fixed on you. Isaiah 26 and 3. The Bible says the Lord fights for us when we face insurmountable odds and have no hope of victory. All he asks of us is that we stand still. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Exodus 14, 14. The Lord Almighty is with you. Psalms 46, 7. Fighting the battles you can't fight. He promises never to leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13 and 5. Though you're caught in the fray, the battle is his. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. 2 Chronicles 20, 15. Personal application. If you are in a difficult time of waiting, resist the temptation to make things happen in your own strength. Don't try to manipulate people or circumstances. Instead, allow God to do His work in His way. Commit yourself to steadfast daily prayer. Wait on the Lord with firm resolve. Quiet your heart before Him. Choose not to panic, not to fight, not to run, but to wait. It takes time for our hearts to soften, for people to relent, for thoughts to shift. For circumstances to change, remember this. God is with you in the waiting, moving in ways you can't see, and He has plans and purposes for you while you wait. Take a look around. There may be someone in the waiting room with you who could use a prayer partner and friend. Our prayer for today, 
Lord Jesus, thank you that you are able to touch hearts and change minds. Please soften my heart to your work and move in the hearts of the people around me. I pray for your quiet assurance as I wait, especially in regard to the situations I can't control. I come before you now and wait for you to move in this area of my life. Lord, you see what's going on in America right now. You see what's going on in each of our homes, how we're all uh, warring against um, spiritual wickedness in high places, how we all see the effects, Lord Jesus, that fear and doubt that comes into our minds, and we have to battle that constantly, Lord, because we got to remember that you're in control, that no matter who else is on our leadership, our president, or over us in any facet of leadership, God, that you Lord God, rule over the kings. You rule over the leaders, God. That you are the ultimate king of kings and lord of lords, God. That we just got to put our trust in you. What they do is not a big effect. It may alter our lives in some way, but God, you are with us through it all. We must be like Anne and just wait. Because you have purposed already to do good. That if we trust in you with all of our heart, lead not unto our own understanding. God, you desire good things to happen in our life we've got to trust you fully and completely oh god hallelujah that we trust in you that we lean not unto our own understanding our own shaky way of thinking god we've got to remember that we've got to be built on the rock christ jesus lord that you are a secure solid place that you are the rock that we can lean on that you're the rock that's higher than i that you are the one, God, Lord Jesus, God, that can keep us, to keep our feet from falling, keep us from stumbling, keep us from making mistakes that we have to um, uh, worry about the rest of our lives because of our uh, foolishness. Lord, help us to make wise decisions. Help us, God, Lord Jesus, to make wise choices in everything we do today, God. The words that we say, oh, the thoughts that we think, the things that we do, Help us, Lord God, not to act in haste and repent in leisure. Lord God, help us, Lord God, to be walking circumstantially. You order our steps this day. Let us be a light in the night. Let us, God, Lord, point others to the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Be still and know that I am God. Psalms 46.10 Well, God bless you all. You all have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye.